Pre-shaw the priest. We regret to inform you. Your childhood has expired. I used to worry about a lot of stuff in my life. Worry about what people think. Worry about making people happy. Worrying about X, Y, and Z. Now I don't. I worry about being happy now and being happy today and tomorrow. And I don't look past that. Because when I start looking to the future, which we're not promised, only recently, what I say has been backed up. My uncle went for a Sunday dinner. On the way there, he had a heart attack and died outside the road. So that's how we're not promised tomorrow. So I live today because I know that I am not guaranteed to wake up in the morning. So I'm just going to be happy for now. And that's how I live. One day at a time, if I go to bed sad tonight, I think to myself, you know what? Tomorrow's going to be a brand new day. I'm going to wake up happy. I'm going to be positive and I'm going to crack on. I'm not going to worry about anything. Well, it's, it's funny you say that. It's Halloween and I went on Hulu. They got this thing called Huluween. And I'm like, fantastic play on words, Hulu. Fantastic play on words. I really respect that. So I'm I'm just looking through Hulu. But right at the top, before I get to anything, I see a nice little show. And I don't see any vampires. And I don't see Batman. But it's called I Am The Night. Now, how could you be called I Am The Night unless it stars vampires or Batman? I saw the picture. I didn't see any fangs or two little nibble bites on the neck with just a teeny tiny blood droplet coming from both sides of the nibbles. I also noticed, now this was strange to me. I'm looking, I'm viewing, I'm seeing with my eyes. I do not see, hmm, well, the lead wasn't wearing a mask with huge pointy ears, so that leaves me here alone in my quest to find out what the fuck this show is about. And that also leads me to believe that this fucking show needs to change its name. How are you the knight? If you're not a vampire or goddamn crime-fighting Batman. Also, just a little side note, guys. Traffic has been fucking horrible lately. If there is any way that we could get a, um, I don't know, disease going that could maybe cause a pandemic and maybe get rid of some of this traffic, I'd be on board. Enjoy the fucking show, guys. That's <laughs> fake ass laugh. Give me some water. I'm thirsty. Bitch, you're beautiful. here with Travis, who is the host of It's Funny to Say That podcast. Hey guys, welcome to episode 42 of It's Funny You'd Say That podcast. You're hearing them, 
It's Travi Pie. Well, we did try to record earlier this morning, and I gotta tell you, fuck that noise. I, I just don't think I could do it anymore, guys. Ha! <sighs> I tried. I tried to record. I was over here yawn. You'll probably get a bunch of yawns anyway. I'll cut them out. That's fine. I was yawning a bunch. I sneezed heavily. Oh my. The windows in my truck shook. Anyway, so I tried to record this morning. It just did not work out. So then I went and got some coffee and I thought, okay, cool. That'll that'll be what I do instead. So I went and got us some coffee. You know? Yeah. Came back home. Yeah. What else did I do? Um, you know, I thought I was a being like a lazy, I said that weird. I'm sorry. I thought I was being a lazy fuck today. And then I listed off everything I did. Uh, and I'm like, oh my God, I've been doing shit all day. I have this weird thing where if I do things that I guess some might deem not productive, then I feel like I'm lazy. Like last night, it's rare that I play video games anymore. I just don't have the fucking time. I'm a dad and I work so many hours, like all the hours. You know what I mean? So I, I rarely get a chance to play video games, but I bought Far Cry 6 and Spider-Man Miles Morales. And I haven't played Spider-Man yet. I want to beat one game before I play the other. That's how it works. But anyway, I played Far Cry 6 last night for quite some time all the hours uh it was fun as fuck and i woke up this morning like well you lazy piece of shit what did you do last night and then i was just all busy today and that's fine that's fine guys it's halloween tomorrow when you hear this it will be halloween yesterday and I didn't care about Halloween any day. For some reason this year, zero fucks. I know it's super fun, fun, joy, joy for people to dress up. You go to parties, you have a good time, okay? I never dressed up after I was a kid. I had been invited to places, to Halloween parties, and I was like... Oh, no thank you. I'm going to just do my own thing, which was stay home. I literally did not want to go to these. I don't know what it is about it, but I just had no interest. Now, the interest came back a little bit once I had my beautiful baby boy. And the first two years, the first year, we didn't dress him up as shit. The second year, he dressed up as Woody, I think. I want to say Woody, but he wouldn't wear the fucking hat. Uh, and instead of, you know, cowboy boots, he had Vans on. Um, but it's still good. Yeah, we walked around uh, the businesses downtown and, you know, got some candy. He had no fucking idea what was going on. But he was a good boy. Uh, last year, we did this thing called Trunk or Treat with some people. Uh, people that I know... I mean, I've known the one girl since the fourth grade. Um, 
but I wouldn't really call us all like friends, friends. And I, I just don't think I have it in me anymore, guys, to, uh, to just, just be doing these things with people. You know what I mean? I don't know what it is, but I have a hard time meeting new people and giving a single fuck about being their friend. Because I feel like most of the people I meet are like, I have an idea of how a friendship should work. And then Travi Pie's over here going, I have an idea of how a friendship should work. Their idea is we should at least hang out sometime. Travi's is, hey, I got your number. I'll text you something occasionally. That's just how it is for me now. I'm exhausted all the time. But, you know, in the mode of trying to find things that makes Travi Pie happy, you know, actually, this is what it is. I want to meet another fucking parent with a kid my son's age. But I would prefer if their child was the same level of autistic as mine. Uh, so basically just like a little behind and stuff like that. Because then I could like be on the same level, you know, save what same wavelength as this other dad. And we'd fucking understand each other. And uh, God, man, I just, I don't know. I guess it's hard for me because the majority of fucking people I meet, they don't listen to the rules I put out. And it's not like I'm just putting out rules. But I make it pretty clear, pretty clear that I don't want to hear you say, I fucked her so hard last night because no, you didn't. You know what I mean? Or just, you know what? I'm not even going to go into that. Any of that shit. Why can't you and I just have jokey jokes? That's why I appreciate Bren. We talked about him a few times. Bren from work does not talk to me about any of that bullshit. I'm just not interested. I am just not interested. Why do I have to humor you if I don't give a fuck? Can you explain that to me? I am so tired. This is going to turn dark in a second. I was just talking about Halloween. Now I'm just I'm about to fucking rant. I am so tired of having to fucking humor people. And then I'm a prick because I say how I feel. And then those same people say things like, I just want people to be honest with me. Hey, no, you don't. Because you get Real sad when Travi opens his fucking mouth. I just don't care about 90% of the shit people say to me. Here's the problem. I need to go out of my comfort zone to find the correct people I would like to hang out with. But I don't want to do that and not because it's uncomfortable, but because I legitimately just don't want to. You know what I mean? I want all of these friendships or whatever to happen organically. I don't want to try. I'm 
past all that. But that's not the point. I don't care about Halloween anymore. <laughs> we'll just get back to Halloween. I don't need to fucking rant about how I don't want to be your friend. Um, so Halloween. Cool. Uh, yeah, as, as I was getting in my truck to record, I looked over and a few down. Uh, there was, a, like, I think maybe two couples uh, getting into a truck dressed in, you know, Halloween garb. And I'm just like, fun for them. Yeah. So um, I was I was explaining to my fucking wife that, uh, you know, I feel bad because I don't have a lot of emotions. She's like, no, you do. And I'm like, yeah, no, I understand what you mean. I just I I have emotions for like you and Alistair and just like but I don't ha- I don't care about a lot of things like maybe the way other people care about like Halloween is just a fucking it's whatever we didn't do anything we're not doing anything this year that's basically what I'm getting at guys did I spend 10 minutes getting there oh I take the scenic route you guys know this because you listen to my podcast do you want to see all the trees and that grassy field over there and oh is that a deer off in the distance what Let's pull over and see if we could feed that deer out of the palm of our hands. Kind of like I'm feeding you guys right now out of the palm of both my hands. I take the scenic route to everything. Um, speaking of Halloween, do you recall... When I informed you all that I had seen Halloween Kills, well, I've seen Halloween Kills. And I enjoyed it. Do you know why? Because I can put myself outside of needing a movie even named Halloween Kills. I can put myself past that, past needing this fucking art And deep meaning. Hey, Michael Myers wears a mask and a fucking jumpsuit. And he butchers people with not just his handy knife, but all things. Killed a lady with a fucking fluorescent light. Right through him. Or it was the dude. Don't even remember. All I know is gushy gushy everywhere. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. Michael Myers, he has always held up his his end of the fucking bargain, which is you guys came to see me do my thing, and you came to see if I actually die or not. You also came to see all the murders because you can't say words, they're icky, but we can watch a fucking slaughter on TV. And that's where Michael Myers comes in. But let me warn you, don't you fucking dare kill anyone who's gay in fucking Halloween because you will now be homophobic. That's right, guys. Michael Myers is homophobic. You know, the guy who doesn't say a word, 
the guy who's murdered everyone, black, white, everyone. And I mainly just use those two because I'm like, wow, not a lot of diversity in these fucking movies now that I think about it. Until this one. You know, we're trying to bring everyone. We're trying to make a community of murder. So we brought in a gay couple. And I enjoyed this gay couple. In fact, one of the guys playing a gay person is the guy who on Mad TV. Who, what was it? Uh, Fuck, what was his name? God damn it. He used to go, no, or some shit like that. Anyway, love him. He's fantastic. He plays one of the gay guys. And then there's like the aggro gay boyfriend of his. Uh, That was funny. Like, he just wants to dance with his fucking man. And I love that shit. So, you know, Michael's just, Michael Myers just wants his home back. That's basically the gist of it. And these guys got it. And they happen to be gay. Now, do you think Michael Myers knew before he showed up that he came to kill gay people? Do you think the whole point of the movie was... I got to get me to my old house because these fucking gay people own it and I can't have that. Or if we're going to look past that, do you think that maybe, just maybe, Michael Myers, I don't know, saw the people living in his home and thought, I came here. For this home. You two roommates. Have my home. Now did he walk in. And they were making out. Were they blowing each other. Was one man. Just. Ever so gently. Taking the back of his hand. And caressing. Down the cheek. Of his lover. And then saying. Hello sir you look gorgeous tonight. Or did Michael Myers just show up and go, hey, you two fuck faces, you're getting killed. Oh, you're trying to fight back. Uh Uh-oh, doesn't matter that you're gay. You're dead. I think maybe if we take a few steps back from the gay part and we think, hmm, what's really going on here? Let's therapize this. You know what I mean? We're going to therapize it all. Michael Myers isn't actually homophobic. (gasps) He's a fucking psychopathic murderer who kills for joy. Also, he didn't use any gay slurs. He didn't even say words. In fact, fact... The worst thing about him, even if he was homophobic, wouldn't be that he's homophobic. It wouldn't even be that he killed those two. It would be that he's spent, I don't know, 17 movies slaughtering everybody? (laughs) Not just gay people, but he kills Everybody, he's an equal 
opportunity murderer. And we should respect that. In fact, he's so pro-gay, he made sure to fucking kill them. Because he's like, you two motherfuckers are just as equal as every other sad sack that I've slaughtered. And I want you guys to know that I stand with you. Now, guess what? You're going to need to fall to the ground because there's a knife in your jugular. I don't know. Maybe it's weird that Michael Myers is... Oh, you know what? They did it right with Chucky. You can't call him a homophobe because on his new show, they say... Or he, he he's talking to, to, the, to the kid, to the main kid. And he goes... I have a queer son. And then I think he says, sorry, gender fluid or something like that. And then, you know, the the kid's like, the kid's like, and you're okay with that or some shit like that. And Chucky, (laughs) he goes, I'm not a monster, Jake. Well, I mean, it depends on how you look at it. What I respect is you didn't disown your kid. In fact, I saw that movie. Now, that kid isn't the worst part of the movie. Okay, the worst part of the movie is the whole movie, but I still love it because it's my beloved Chucky. I fucking love Chucky more than any other serial fucking killer in a show or movie because, you know, there were movies first, but love it. Chucky, he's out here marching for the fucking gay rights community. I love it. Go Chucky. Where are you at, Michael? Where the fuck you at? Oh, yeah, sorry. You're in your old home killing gay people. God damn it, Michael Myers. What are we doing out here? I don't know. The next thing we're going to do is say Jason Voorhees is a sexist because, uh, you know, I don't know. He put two women in a sleeping bag and beat them up against a tree. So um, I think Jason Voorhees might be a sexist. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fuck, man. I think Leatherface is a sexist, too, because I don't think he used a woman's face um, on on his face. And uh, that's not cool. You know, it was just a white dude. And it's like, you know, were you doing white face with a mask or something? I'm confused. Anyway, so that happened, uh, you know, in, in, in the world of Halloween. And I don't know. Maybe we just don't anymore. Maybe we just stop. I fucking tell people this shit all the time and I'm like hey you guys all lost me you completely lost me you take everything and you create negative lies around it completely avoiding what should be talked about or appreciated about any of this art or anything and you ruin it. That's basically what you do. You ruin all of it. And that's why I ignore it until I can't ignore it. And then I have to talk about it on here. And then I have some giggles about it. But then we all have fun, don't we? We all have fun. Speaking of being irritated by people. I don't like this about me, but I think it's kind of fucking stupid funny. So people unintentionally irritate the ever living fuck out of me and let me you're gonna fucking think i'm real crazy for what i'm about to say 
but there's a reason they irritate the fuck out of me. Maybe some of you can relate to this. Are you ready to hear it? Because I'm about to share it. I'm about to tell you why some of you motherfuckers that have fucking talked to me irritate the shit out of me. Here it is. It's when I'm listening to a song or a podcast that I've previously listened to or a show or a movie. And I know my favorite part of whatever I am viewing or listening to is coming in hot in a matter of seconds. And what happens? These motherfuckers knock on irritation door. In fact, they don't even knock. They fucking barge in. Someone will come up to me and talk to me during my favorite part of anything. I have no real right to get mad or irritated with these people because quite frankly, it's ridiculous to feel this way. They don't know it's your favorite part, but it's my favorite part and I feel the need to feel it. When I'm listening to a song at work, it's my favorite part. I feel it in my chest and my soul. And then as I'm feeling it or literally about to feel it, someone interrupts it with their words. I can't tell you. The rage I feel when this fucking happens because it's all the way to the ceiling, all the way to the fucking ceiling. Can't do it, guys. I am nice most of the time or I just go favorite part. Fuck face. Favorite part. Do not talk. I'm hitting 15 second rewind. You've got 45 seconds of shutting the fuck up to do. So, click, 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 click. Then we re-listen to the part. Everyone has fun. They're not irritated at all because they're being very respectful now. And they're like, you know what, Travis? I totally understand how you feel. And I respect the fact that you just told me off. And no one ever actually reacts like that. They go, Travis, what the fuck's wrong with you? And I go, I don't know. I'm irrational. So, that's just kind of how that goes. Oh, real quick. I drove by the goddamn homeless encampment down by the river in Portland, which is the city that I work in. You know, the encampment, the encampment, the encampment down by the river in Portland that they refuse to clean out. Oh, but don't worry. They put a porta potty over a mile away. Okay. Did you hear what I said? Anyway, so if you were wondering how all these fucking tented people go to the bathroom? Question mark. Oh, I shall surely inform you. Because just the other day, I drove past and there was a gentleman I'm sure he's the sweetest guy in the world. 
sure didn't look homeless or he's finding a place to wash his clothes. And I don't know if it's the river or not, but he looked pretty fucking clean. Standing outside his homemade house, pissing in the river, just dick out, pissing in the river. Hey, Portland, congratulations the fucklations for being the piece of shit city of the week. Also, I've seen this shit other places in Portland. Also, this reminds me of something else I could talk about. Here it is. Andrew Schultz, my favorite fucking comedian. You've seen me share his shit in my stories. I've made fucking, you know, my own memes of him, all this shit. But the point is, I commented on one of his posts where he said he's coming back to Portland, which I went to buy tickets And I'm not going to explain to you why I didn't end up getting the tickets because it's uncomfortable, uncomfortable for me to say that literally and figuratively. And I'm not going to tell you why. Maybe one day, even though I've done a whole fucking episode about this, but that's neither here nor there. I'm getting a little bit off topic. So I say, fuck yeah, I despise that city. But I'm fucking stoked you're coming back. I saw him in Portland over, well, like two years ago? When the fuck did Corona hit hard? 20? Or 19? I don't remember. Anyway, it was right before that. Tori and I went and saw him, and it was was amazing. Um, Commented that. Someone commented also and said, uh, well, you could move. Hey. (gasps) thanks for being a part of the conversation, fuckface. Well, you could move. Yeah, we could all do a lot of things. Are you not allowed to make jokes about things that bother you? What is this you can move shit? I don't even live there. Anyway, someone else commented something funny back to him. Preach all the preach on having my back and saying something funny. Someone else commented and then deleted the comments after I responded. By the way, I responded kindly. I did. I really did, guys. He said something along these lines. He said, imagine feeling a way about a city. Based off of all the news stories you've seen. He said some other things. But that was the main little little nibble I got out of the sandwich he made for me. And then I thought, hmm, stomach's feeling weird. Going to throw this back up and we're going to rearrange it and talk to this guy. So I say something along the lines of, hey, I base all of my experiences you know, on personal experiences. You know, I said that weird, but I meant to say I I base all of my opinions on personal experiences. Now, they don't always start out that way. I usually, you, you make a base, you know, opinion on something, and then you actually feel or go through the experience, and you have a different opinion afterwards. Now, I have been coming to Portland for 
fucking God knows how long. I'm 30 fucking three, almost 34. Quite a few fucking years, people. And hated it. Hated it well before the whole city was the walking fucking dead. Portland has the rudest people I've ever met in my fucking life. They are the most entitled fucking twats and they all suck minus a few. They're so fucking entitled to fucking think they get everything and they barely put in the work for the shit they got. And I'm basing this off of my own personal experiences. Now, while you say that Travis, that's not how it all is. I'm aware of that, but I'm basing this off of, wait for it, my own personal, that's right, experiences. So, I inform this gentleman that I don't watch the fucking news to get my fucking stories of and opinions. Not everything is based, like, not everyone's feelings that they have are based off of fucking news stories they've seen. The nerve of someone to blanketly fucking put a statement like that. How fucking ignorant is that? That I say how I feel about something and you immediately go, you only feel that way because you watch the news, the bad news saying bad things about my fucking town. Well, guess what, friend? I've been to your town. I've driven around. I've seen a man with no pants on, wearing a robe, walking aimlessly in the middle of the road, having shit everywhere. I've seen all of this. I damn near saw a tumbleweed go through the fucking road because no one was out but homeless people. Explain to me how my own personal experience was based off a news story and not my own fucking eyeballs. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right, friend. But I was much nicer to him in my response. I was basically like, you know, hey, man, not everything's, you know, not all opinions are based off news stories. Personal opinions, personal experiences, you know what I mean? Also, love your handle. He had a good handle. I can't remember what it was. Oh, it was Hastronaut. Loved it. I don't smoke weed or hash, but I loved it. Maybe he was a fucking potato connoisseur. You know what I mean? Getting fucking making potatoes up in the skies. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, Loved it. And I said something else nice. And also... 
This was actually the rudest thing he did. And it wasn't even saying that fucking bullshit statement, uh, trying to put me in a box. He was trying to put me in a box, tape me shut, mail me off. And guess what, fuckface? I bit through the box like a fucking snapping turtle. He says, imagine. And then he goes on to fully explain what I'm supposed to imagine. Why would you take that away from me, friend? And I said, imagine saying imagine and then completely explaining everything without giving me a chance to imagine anything. Wow, you're really stifling my imagination, sir. You took something that could have been glorious, my imagination, and you turned it into mashed potatoes or a mashed potatoes. You know what I'm saying? Did you like what I did there? A mashed potatoes? Imagine you get it. Fuck yeah, you do. You 100% get it. Uh, So anyway, um, I thought that was kind of rude. You know what I mean? Uh, I think he's a worse person than the guy that uh, I drove by pissing in the in the river. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's fucking no. Am I wrong? <sighs> Listen, quick note: my child is so good for my fucking esteem and confidence. I handed him his water, and he said to me, "Great job." My wife was tickling his back. She stops, and he says more and she starts again and he gives her a thumbs up and says good job this fucking kid is my favorite person on the fucking planet he is amazing and i couldn't be more proud of being his father i love him so goddamn much now i say all of that to get to this point Let's talk mothers. The fact that women and mothers don't get more respect irritates the ever-living shit out of me. Now, hold on. I call women broads all the time. You might think, wow, I really love your outdated fucking speech from the 1940s. Well, guess what? I love the word broads, and I believe in intent. I just love the word. I'm not downplaying your role. I'm not downplaying you as a person. I think you're all fucking amazing. So, I watched my wife take care of our son before we even knew he had autism and then took him to everything he needed to go to, took care of him every day, When I went to work, she never got a break for fucking years. And then the moniker of stay-at-home mom isn't respected. I'm fine with jokes. I'm not talking about comedy here, okay? I'll make a joke all fucking day about anything. I'm talking about actual respect outside of that, that mothers should get just because they're women and they don't, mainly because they're women. And uh, because they stay at home, they definitely don't. And it's like, 
I don't know. I feel like stay-at-home moms should get fucking money from the government because it's not putting DVDs in DVD players, Bill Burr. I'm just fucking with you. I love that fucking joke. But that's literally not what it is. Sometimes moms do need a fucking break, though, and those DVDs go in hot like a Frisbee. But women, they deserve more than they're fucking getting in all aspects, not even just moms. But it bothers me that I've fucking seen my wife cut open twice now and people disrespect mothers. It drives Travi Pie banana sandwich. <sighs> so is that all I have, guys? Is that all I have? Oh, I realize I do have control issues. I'm starting to get back to the way I used to be, where I'll text my wife that I have to stay late at work, and she'll text me back, oh, I'm so sorry, and all this nice stuff. And in my head, I'm like, uh, she's saying sorry, it's fine, but uh, I'm not irritated. I'm actually okay with being here. I'm just letting you know. It's not actually like a, I'm not fucking downtrodden over here. You know what I mean? Um, I just realized I forgot to plug my fucking microphone back in. So the cleaner quality is not going to be there on this one. You know what I mean? I unplugged it to listen to the fucking first part I did and just realized I forgot to, you guessed it, because I said it, plug it the fuck back in. I'm going to say one last thing before I go. It'll just be a quick one. I'd like you all to keep my friend Elisa in your thoughts. From Bombastic Podcast. We know we I shout her out all the time. She lost her dad this week. And I think people should, you know, send some good wishes her way. Um I really feel for her. I don't know what to say to her. I messaged her earlier and then I got fucking sidetracked with the rest of my goddamn day. But I messaged her earlier, you know. Saying, asking how are you and everything. And now I feel terrible because I didn't message her back yet. So I will need to message her back after the podcast. But my whole point is, I, you know, just, you know, it's fucking sad. It's a really sad fucking thing. My wife lost her dad when, uh, when she was a teenager. My niece lost her mom um, a couple years ago, I believe. Maybe like three or four. I don't know. But... Um, or maybe five. Fuck, I don't know. It might be a while ago. It's uh, it's 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 really it's oh, fuck. It's really sad. Um, yeah. So, Elisa, if you're listening to this, I'm really sorry. I don't know what else to really say because I'm not great in these situations. I can't really give you a hug. I'm way over here. Uh, so you know, just uh, send you a virtual hug. How about that? This is my verbal virtual hug. I'm really sorry for your loss. And I hope you are doing okay. And I wish you and your family the best. Um, and the whole fucking thing made me think of just like happiness and everything and fucking holding on to it. And then it made me think of the fucking phrase I made up a long time ago, which is hold tight to the roots of happiness, which is basically just hold on to whatever makes you happy. And um, I hope that you can find something in this that doesn't make it feel like the end of the world to you and i hope you are uh hope you're doing okay uh to everyone else and her uh i will talk to you motherfuckers next week 
that's right, because we're going to start making Christmassy podcast episodes because it's fucking November now. Hopefully when you're listening to this. Um, I'm actually not going to do anything special. I'm just going to add Christmas music and shit into it. And guess what? I don't care if you like it because Travi Pie loves it. So, uh, so yeah, I will talk to you all later. Uh, I mean, I have one thing to say, and it's not going to be news to you, and that is Preach All the Preach. You just got saved by the bell, bitch! Gram, babe.